dig this. First 125 Moro here from Grundahl. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Justified Cultures, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fly racing, Bill's Pipes, W Wheels, Maxima USA, Moto Ice Wrap, 100% Goggles, and Moto Stuff make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Fly Racing X-Brand Goggles Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Justified Cultures. You can go to justifiedcultures.com right now and enter discount code BIGMX17 to save yourself 30% off your bill. So go there right now, go to justifiedcultures.com, enter discount code BIGMX17, save yourself 30%. Now let's get on with the podcast. Of course, I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got Tim O'Hare, who uh, wants to talk a little bit about uh, motocross graphics, a little bit about punk music, as well as uh, bench racing in general. So without further ado, with us on the line, we've got none other than Tim O'Hara. Tim, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? Hey, not too bad, not too bad whatsoever. Uh, It's cold and brisk up here in uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, but I can't imagine it's a whole lot different from the home of the avalanche in Colorado. Yeah, it is definitely getting pretty cold here. you know, my wife and I just moved here from New Mexico in uh, February, and, you know, it's nice and warm there. We get a little bit of snow, but Colorado is definitely colder, and the fall weather is definitely rolling in. Fair enough. Now, uh, Tim, uh, uh, obviously, all my listeners uh, of, uh, are big fans of motocross. They like to deck out their bikes with the latest uh, and, and greatest motocross graphics because uh, that's really something that's been uh, kind of prevalent in motocross for about the last 20 years or so. Uh, full graphic kits on bikes and uh, and you happen to be uh, spearheading Ride Summit MX. Uh, tell me a little bit about your background in uh, in developing motocross graphics and uh, how that passion's kind of turned itself into a cool sister company. Sure. Well, uh the way I came into it was uh, I grew up, I actually grew up in Wyoming, and of all places, I started a punk band with a couple of friends called the Willingtons, and um, from the time I was like 13 to the time I was 21, I was touring the United States with the Willingtons. We got signed to a punk label. Um, you know, we toured around the country and stuff, and I always had a love for dirt bikes. I had a dirt bike growing up. Uh, my neighbors got me into riding and stuff. So I was always dirt bike dirt bikes, motocross, it was always in my blood and stuff. Um, touring though, you know, I was very successful at it. So, uh, when I, when we finally got older and decided to, we didn't, we didn't, uh, quit our band or break up. We just decided just to hang it up that we weren't going to tour anymore. I bought myself a new dirt bike and I wanted my graphics to reflect kind of like, uh, I wanted it to look punk rock, you know, and, uh, there's a lot of stuff out there and, 
I just didn't, you know, there was nothing that I liked. Uh, Six-pack was kind of, had, like, a lot of skulls and splatters and stuff. Was, you know, the imagery was cool, but some of the undertone stuff that was hitting in, hidden in the images was, you know, something that I kind of didn't want on the bike. So I just kind of, like, realized there's nothing out there of what I'm imagining. So taught myself an illustrator uh, and through trial and error over a year, you know, designed my set of graphics found a place in Indiana to print them for me. And then from there, it just snowballed. I, I was out of the track. Local kids see it. They asked me to design a graphic. Um, from there, you know, I sponsored a kid, did his graphics. Uh, I had a writer from Utah who was on uh, the Tampa Crusty TV show uh, asked me for graphics, uh, did some for them, which opened another door that led me into Metal Militia. I had uh, uh, Dana from Camp Crossies. Um, he introduced me to the militia people, and I started to do the low-level uh, metal militia guys, Todd Potter, West AG, Sake Machino, Ronnie Feist, Dickie Danielson, did all their stuff. And then, I mean, and it was like every job that I that I worked on opened a door to everything else, um, to the Toyota Escondido Supercross uh, team. Uh, did stuff for Lessies. I did stuff for Julian Mungu from Nitro Circus. So, it really opened up a lot of a lot of doors and gave me a lot of experience and a lot of credibility as far as making graphics goes. Um, you know, the stuff was featured in, in Transworld. Um, so it, you know, it was, uh, you know, it it was, you know, it it was just it, it blew up from there. So moving forward, um, I ended up after a while selling my company to my business partner, where I was going through some personal things needed to. Uh, just leave the company behind, and I went to work for Rockstar Energy for exclusively. And I worked for them for five years, and I did a lot of traveling with them. And I just got burned out on traveling, so I just, uh, you know, started looking for a job at, at in New Mexico. So I went back to work for a print shop, and from there, you know, never thought I'd get back into motocross graphics and stuff. You know, um, started. Touring, I toured another band. We toured around, you know, we toured the world with Europe, toured the United States a bunch and stuff. And so that kind of like preoccupied my time. But to come full circle, my wife and I ended up wanting to move to Colorado uh, to be closer to my family in Wyoming. So we landed in, in Colorado Springs where Jim and Kelly Pacina had opened up a brand new large format print company called Summit Custom Signs. And so after uh, several interviews with Jim and Kelly and a couple of uh, you know, people that work for them as far as, uh, you know, making sure I'm not talking out, out my ass about the equipment that I'm experienced on or my creative ability and stuff. I was hired on as their, their production manager. So after three months of being a production manager, producing signs and stuff, I was promoted to the operations director. And then at that time, I was thinking, you know, what are some ways that we can bring in supplemental extra income into the business? And... There's dirt bikes here everywhere. Colorado Springs is a dirt bike town. I mean, just everybody rides. And I see bikes in the back of trucks, and I see the splinter vans go by with, you know, the decals on it. And I was just getting the itch to ride again. And I told my wife, I said, you know, I think I'm going to have to, you know, get another bike because it seems like everybody here rides. So I proposed the idea about starting a sister brand called Ride Summit MX, where we would do motocross graphics. That would allow us to tying in with the motocross community. Uh, typically, motocross families have um, disposable income. You know, they're, they're buying their toy haulers, their, their pop-up tents, 
you know, and, and a lot of these families also own their own businesses. And so we were thinking, you know, tying in with the motocross community, you know, we'll also not only do the motocross graphics, but we'll be bringing in, you know, the, the family who owns the landscape company is going to need graphics for their, their, their fleet of vehicles or they're going to need their toy hauler wrap and stuff. And so we decided to do, uh, you know, to give it a go to bring Ride Summit MX, you know, to start it up. So I spent a, man, I spent a month or two researching new materials back in the day when I had Moto Army. Uh, there was only one company that was supplying the laminate thick enough for the graphics and Back in the day, we were doing eco-solvent printers, and big companies like uh, Factory Effects or One Industries, they were getting their stuff. Their stuff was always silk-screened. They were having a place in San Diego silk-screen their products and stamp them out, and that's how you got your graphics. But smaller shops would have to use eco-solvent printing, which it's okay for what it is, but you know, people who are picky like me, if you look closely, you can see all the little ink dots. So uh, when we did Ride Summit, we started Ride Summit MX. We, um, sorry, well, somebody will definitely get that in my office here. Uh, when we started Ride Summit MX, uh, we have a HP 360 latex printer. So we we use latex printing to print the graphics, which means that everything's going to be super saturated. Your blacks are going to be blacker than black, and your reds are going to be fire engine red. Um, it just gives it a really good color. And then we found the company Substance, who is, a, you know, they provide the art material that we print on, and we found out that they're the same company, that Geico Honda. It's the same material you'll find on Geico Honda bikes or uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki uses them on their bikes as well. So we were pretty comfortable in thinking that we have uh, we have a product that is going to stand the you know the test this quality test and the rigorous uh, you know testing or the rigorous you know movements of riders when they're rubbing their knees on the shrouds. Right. So, so it, that's because honestly, that's the biggest thing for a lot of riders is they're like, yeah, I don't want, I, I'll justify spending two hundred and fifty dollars or or a hundred and like two hundred dollars on a set of graphics, but I, I hope that they they would last a little bit longer than than some of the other brands have had out there. Like I know uh, a few years ago, I had uh, like I had my bikes done up just like the Pro Circuit bikes. Different company did the graphics, and uh, I don't pride myself on being uh, the most aggressive rider in the world or a guy who pinches with his knee. Uh, quite enough as is, but uh, I was able to blow through those graphics within uh, like only a few races or like maybe half a season. So uh, like from from that standpoint, that's kind of why people would want to go with uh, Ride Summit is that uh, the bike's going to look good and uh, that look is going to last. Right. Yeah. It um, our our stuff is like I said, um, Geico Honda uses the same material and uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit. You know, it's about twenty two mil thick. Uh, there, there are stuff that's thinner out there. I know a lot of companies will want to go the more economical route. There are some supply warehouses that carry products that are supposed to cater to exactly to uh, motocross graphics. You know, the, they, they state that the vinyl is made for low-energy plastics, you know. And when we were doing this research, you know, I, for me, it was like I need – I need a couple other companies that are putting their bikes, you know, that are in Transworld every month or out at the Supercross race or at the Monster Energy Cup. I need companies that, you know, I'm going to be using their material. I don't want to test this stuff where, you know, some, some signed 
distribution warehouse came up with their own formula and said, yeah, this will stick to Lone and J Plastics. I mean, we got the samples in and, you know, substance was the thing, you know, it's, it's a little bit more expensive, but at the same time, you know, I want to give our riders, I want to give any customer of ours the best product possible. You know, I want them to come back and be like, you know, some of the graphics, uh, you know, were great. You know, it, they, they lasted a season, you know, they didn't tear, tear, rip away and stuff. And, you know, ultimately we want that repeat business. And that, that's what helps people coming back over and over again. Uh, who are some of the, uh, the more high-profile high guys that you've worked with at, uh, at Summon MX? I know uh, uh, things are, are, are growing there all the time, and uh, people seem to be really happy with what they end up with. And uh, obviously, uh, like the, the design factor of, of it all, i got to imagine uh, that when those creative juices go, get going, not a whole lot different than when you uh, get behind a drum set. Yeah, it's literally, I kind of moved out of my office. My phone is blowing up, and so I'm trying to move so we don't keep keep getting uh, interrupted by the, the phones and stuff. But um, the the biggest thing for me is that, you know, there's a lot, there's a, there's a tons and tons of graphic companies out there now. Back in the day when I had Moto Army, uh, it literally was just like me and maybe one other guy in the state. And, you know, there's maybe one company in Colorado. Um, now it's, it's like here in Colorado, I can name about six other places that do more to cross, cross graphics off the top of my head. So in order to be yeah. competitive and to, you know, be able to, you know, take over or to win over customers, you know, to have them because the thing about motocross riders are, is they're loyal. They're very loyal. People. They're, you know, you, you tell someone, I'm going to do your jersey for you, or I'm going to paint your helmet for you and stuff, you know, and if you give them a good deal on that, that means a lot to them, and they're not going to switch. Even if, you know, that helmet job, paint job isn't that good, or if the jersey number is falling off, they're going to stick with that person because that person took the time to give them the deal first, you know. And so in order to get someone to you know, make that conscious switch, you know, you have to kind of put it out there in a non-threatening way or a non-intrusive way and, and let, you know, like, and for us, it's through the creative, you know, our, our designs, you know, we want to put something that's fresh looking out there, something that's clean, you know, if some people have like, you know, they want something a little bit more wild, you know, we were able to do that. So going back to creativity, a lot of people who have shops, you know, they're, they're they have things, it's called surface creativity, where, you know, you're like, all right, I can do something like that. I can put, you know, uh, racing stripes on the side, and I can put a flare here and there, and, you know. Um, but for us, you know, when I get ready to do a design, I can't sit down and actually just jump into something. I actually need to sit there, um, and it might be a day, could be a week, you know, I need to sit, I honestly think of put some honest effort into the design of how this is going to flow, how it's going to look on the bike. And so once I kind of get an idea in my head of how the it's going to look, then I'll bring up my, my, my templates. I'll place those templates on top of a, you know, a bike, a picture of a bike. That way, you know, number plates and shrouds are all tilted at the same angle and stuff. So if I'm running a racing stripe through from the shroud to the, so then a number plate, it all lines up once we put it on. 
You know, but it's it's a it's definitely getting into the you know really digging into your right side of the brain, and that's a lot like drumming because you know I anybody could probably keep a beat if they learned how to you know keep a beat just you know boop back boop back boop, you know, but to be a good drummer you need to come up yeah. with fills you need to you need to low went to um, just sit on the back beat and you know let you know the guitars do do you know be shine. You know, you, you don't want to be the kind of type of drummer who, like, plays for, like, four measures, does a fill, plays for four measures, and does some, you know, keeps trying to do something fancy, fancy. So you got to know when to sit back and just be the backbeat and then know that, you know, when it's your time to shine. And, you know, it's with doing the graphics, it's all about just getting in and, you know, using those creative juices to, and not just off the top of your head, really get in and thinking about something because once you get past that surface creativity, you start to produce some really cool stuff. That's really cool. You're kind of uh, connecting the two in a way that uh, that very very few can. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Lillingtons for a bit here, um, and, and that's uh, obviously a big part. Was a huge part of your life uh, in throughout the uh, like the the, the the mid to late '90s, and uh, a, a band that uh, has honestly earned a, a lot of notoriety and uh, was able to, to uh, take part in a lot of really cool festivals, a lot of cool shows, as well as uh, uh, some one-off events as well. Yeah, so, um, you know, we started the Wellington, and I would say, 19, in 1995. And, you know, we just got together to play for fun. You know, we were we were fans of, um, you know, we grew up listening to punk rock. We skateboarded, rode dirt bikes, you know, and, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to, we liked the bands, you know, it actually, we it all spawned from the bands that we heard on the skate videos or the motocross videos. That's where we got, you know, we're like, ah, that's an awesome band. I love that band. That's how we got connected in the, in the punk music in Wyoming, of all places. But we, um, you know, we got together, started playing for, you know, for fun and started playing shows and people absolutely loved it. And, you know, we sent out demos and stuff, and uh, we got signed at an early age. I wasn't even out of high school by the time I was had my first record label deal. And, no way. Yeah, and started touring the United States. And so we did that for a long time. And, in fact, I mean, there's, you know, there's such a huge world within the punk rock industry. I mean, there's a lot of mainstream, we call them mainstream punk bands, that a lot of moto writers might be familiar with. I'm going to say if they're out there like Pennywise, uh, Strung Out, you know, against all or authority zero. Sorry, uh, those are bands that photo guys are going to yep. recognize because they they hear them on the on the video games and stuff. But then there's like other the underground punk bands that they're still huge in in the industry. They'll they'll still sell out a show in anywhere that they play, but they're not may not be well known like bands like Screeching Weasel. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think of someone else. Like, I guess like Anti Slag is more popular now and stuff like that. But bands like you know at the time were like huge, had a huge like underground following, and that's where the Lillingtons fell in. We had a huge like underground following. Um, in fact, uh, I know a lot of bands. You know, Moto Guys are, are familiar with No Effects. We're you know we're actually one of Fat Mike's favorite bands, and in the, we played just played Riot Fest in Denver. Um, Fat Mike and Joey Kate from Lagwagon, that's another punk band that's on some moto videos. Those actually guys got actually got out on stage and sang with us during our during our show. So pretty fortunate to uh, you know, be surrounded with bands that we looked up to, 
going up, you know, becoming their favorite band and stuff. It's, it's quite surreal. Um, but you know, it's Lillington's, you know, we, we toured for a long time and then we decided to hang it up just cause it's touring takes a tool on you. And at once some point you want to get home and you want to, you know, you can't really have a really strong, meaningful relationship if you're gone all the time, you know, trying to make your band successful and stuff. And so a lot of us, you know, like a lot of guys that start in bands and tours and stuff, a lot of relationships, you know, fell. Guys who are married end up getting divorced and stuff just because you're gone all the time, you know. So we all decided not to break up, but just to kind of go on a hiatus to pursue other other things. So we did that um, in the early 2000s. Well, like I'd say mid-2000s we did that. And then uh, in 2013, Riot Fest, asked us to reunite and play a show. So we did our first festival in 10 years in Chicago and that went over really well. And then here this just, uh, uh, in September we played in, uh, up in Denver at Riot Fest this year. So it's, it's really cool. I mean, that was where the Misfits played the reunion show. Misfits haven't played since 1983. I grew up listening to the Misfits. Um, for us to be on the same bill as them was quite an honor, you know, and, and we found out afterwards that after they played this show that they're like, Glenn Danzig was like, we're done. There are no reunion shows. That's all you get. So I feel very fortunate that I got to be a little bit part of that history. So, um, you know, being in the band is definitely, um, has been a blessing and it's been, uh, it's been something, you know, very cool that helped tie into motocross and stuff. Jordan Burns from Moto Triple, he owns Moto Triple X. He's a drummer. Him and I are really good friends. And him and I always talk about, you know, maybe collaborating on doing some graphics or right. doing something here and there and stuff. But, you know, um, Eric, the drummer of No Facts, he also rides, you know, he also rides dirt bikes and stuff. And, uh, cool. you know, so it's nice that people in the punk community, I, you know, also ride and stuff. And so I, I like when there's that tie-in with the, you know, there's that kind of like that, that's the, you know, the cross pollination of, of the music and the sport. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And, uh, it's certainly throughout the, uh, the mid to late nineties, even into the early two thousands, punk music was pretty much synonymous. Uh, as far as motocross videos went, there wasn't too many that, uh, didn't f- feature, uh, one fast punk song after another, which was uh, always entertaining. It kind of brought a different feel to uh, to the videos themselves. Um, that's kind of changed over the last, I don't know, maybe eight, nine years, uh, w- where they've kind of gone to different types of music, some more alternative-style musics. Uh, like, uh, where, where do you see the uh the motocross industry and music kind of uh connecting in that way like has that changed and why um you know like taste always change and stuff you know punk rock just happened to be the generation yeah. you know my music my generation's music you know it was popular when it first came out in the late 70s and then it died you know it, it like a lot as far as the mainstream is concerned it died there's been bands that have continually to play have been around since the 70s, since the Ramones and the Sex Pistols started it. But it, it, I, I believe everything comes full circle. It, it goes away, it comes back, and it'll, you know, it'll go away and it'll come back. I do, I do notice, like, you know, the younger writers, the up-and-coming writers and stuff, they have their, they have their own generation of music. You know, it's, it's it has slowly transitioned into, you know, hip-hop and then into, um, 
you know, uh, alternative, you know, and then you have electronic music and stuff. So it, it's just their, their generation's music that, that, you know, they're being exposed to growing up that they kind of latch onto and stuff, you know, and, uh, and it's good. I mean, whatever makes you pumped up and gets you stoked to ride, to get you stoked to hit that, you know, that triple or, you know, gets you stoked to sit down for three hours and bust out a custom design on the set of graphics, but, but it's totally up to you. Well, that's the beauty of music, man. It's able to uh, inspire people to do some cra- some some crazy things, some great things, and uh, and continue to do them. Um, as far as uh, the graphics go, where can people go to find more information on uh, on the graphics? And because it's not just graphics, you guys also do jersey IDs as well. Yes, uh, we do everything. So just to kind of give you a brief uh, uh, rundown. We do motocross graphics. We do offer AT- ATV graphics as well, but moto is the, you know, two wheels is our is our thing. Uh, we do jersey ID, helmet wraps. We do uh, gate umbrellas. We do full printed uh, canopy pop-up tents. Uh, we do pit mats, like the rubber mats you'll find in the pits with the logos on them. So it, basically anything that you would need whether you're a weekend warrior or, you know, a factory rider, we're able to produce in our shop. So um, you can find us right now. Uh, the, the only place right now that we have is uh, is the Facebook page, which is just Ride Summit MX. But we are the website is actually being built right now, and that looks like it's going to launch more closely to first of the year. We're taking our time with it, and the biggest thing that we're doing right now is because we're offering semi-custom kits as you know one of our main products and stuff. Uh, we're just adding content to it. Having you know, we need to add you know we need to offer you know six designs for the Yamaha, six designs for Kawasaki, you know, and so forth. So and it takes you know besides running the the you know sign shop side of things it takes time for us to uh, have those designs busted out so we have a target date of the website becoming live uh, first of the year i'm sure they'll it'll go into beta and it'll be like in december it'll be up and you know people can buy but you know you're always able to reach us at info at ridesummitmx.com and then you can always give us a call you know at 719-694-9146 and you know and and people can definitely uh, you know get their graphics that way and stuff you know it's a little bit uh, primitive right now and stuff but we had we want to you know we have some really great other graphic companies here in Colorado and we want to be competitive with them and so you know our website needs to be every bit as bit as you know outstanding as theirs are so we're just taking the time to make sure that when, you know, we're ready to go live, that it's 100% right. Hey, everybody. This is Jimmy Button, former factory Supercross rider. You're listening to the Big MX radio show. We're going to take it to the commercial, and we'll be right back. Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live-what-you-love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffe, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Culture's clothing. 
Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So we created Justified Cultures. Navigate justifiedcultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at justifiedcultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love. This is a test of your racersindex.com awareness. This was a test to see if you're ready to be found at racersindex.com. Supercross at Arena Cross are coming up. Now is the time to secure your position on a team. Mechanics, models, riders, flaggers, team owners, production specialists, anything related to racing. Be found at racersindex.com. Click it for your ticket to be found and become part of the racing industry. Racersindex.com, your ultimate race production resource. Visit racersindex.com now. When it's time to turn heads, Spokeskins has you covered. Whether it's dirt bikes, street bikes, or bicycles, nobody does it better than Spokeskins. Mix and match your spokes, or go with the same color all the way around. Either way, Spokeskins is the way to go to customize the look of your bike. Uniting off-road riders on every end of the budget spectrum, Spokeskins is aimed at giving you the custom look without the custom price tag. If you're looking to set your bike apart from the rest of the herd, Turn some heads and be able to change your bike's look on the fly? Head to spokeskins.net. They don't just have spokeskins on their website, they've got more. New products are being added all the time, like the Motul Slacker Digital Sag Scale, and just recently, Galfer Off Road Series Rear Brake Lines, Oversized Rotor Kit, and Front Brake Lines as well. So do what I did. Head to spokeskins.net today, place your order, and get set up turn some heads out there. Spokeskins, we've got you covered. 100% equals everything. When you give everything, you do not save anything for later. Do not relax. Do not take a break to catch your breath. Give everything you've got from start to finish. You leave it all on the track. It is very rare that a logo or saying becomes so strong that Hall of Fame athletes choose to run it without any agents or contracts or business discussed. Question is, how much do you give? If you give 100% on the track, shouldn't your goggles? Whether you choose the Racecraft, the Acuri, the Strata, or the Barstow, 100% Goggles has the right goggle to give you 100% every time you ride. With great accessories like the Forecast film system, endless goggle lenses, 100% Goggles simply can't be beat. You can find it all on www.ride100percent.com That's www.ride100percent.com Go there and join the 100% family. Racersindex.com is your ultimate race production resource. From the starting line of production to the finish line of winning, Racersindex.com is your go-to resource to be a part of or produce a checkered flag winning event. The professional's place to find work and workers, rides and riders, and more. If you need it to make your race event happen, it's happening at Racersindex.com. If you want to be a part of the racing world, join the Racersindex.com team today. If you need people on your team, you can find them at Racersindex.com. 
Index.com. Log on now and find what you need, who you need, and anything needed for two-wheel or four-wheel racing. Log on if you're a mechanic, model, rider, flagger, caterer, sound engineer, team owner, production specialist, or anything related to racing. Find all people, places, and things racing all at RacersIndex.com. From dirt to the track, from desert to the drag strip, RacersIndex.com is your ultimate race resource. Click it for your ticket to all things racing. RacersIndex.com. Deft Family Gloves. Deft means showing cleverness and skill in handling things. What you want to see in football and basketball is some deft handling of the ball. Some people are physically deft, like accomplished athletes. Oh, right on, man. Well, you guys are approaching things the right way, and uh, we're going to do a, uh, a giveaway uh, of, a, of a jersey ID uh, attached to this particular podcast, and uh, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to have, we're, we're, when we release the podcast to the, uh, the masses, it'll be, they can find that both on the uh, BigMXRadio.com. Uh, I will send you a link that if uh, once uh, you have somewhere to post it, you'll be able to uh, post that wherever you need to do so as well as I can find it on iTunes uh, which is uh, like uh, right on uh, both Android and uh, iPhones uh, it's a free app that comes on your phone you can listen to it there you just search big MX radio uh, but w- what we're gonna do is uh, um, I, I want to uh, see see what kind of reaction that we get so uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, see if people can go back into this podcast to figure out uh, the answer to this question is uh, what what two co- uh, teams use the same uh, the same material as uh, as Ride Summit MX, and uh, you can you can email that answer to Brad Gebhart eighty eight at gmail dot com. Anyone who uh, the first person that sends that answer to me at Brad Gebhart eighty eight uh, at gmail dot com. That's uh, the two teams that use the same t- material in their graphics, as you can find at Ride. Summit MX, and uh, the, that person will win a free a free jersey ID. That's pretty cool. I really appreciate yeah, you doing you know, that there, the uh, is, Tim. You know, um, Jim and Kelly, the owners, uh, they ride. You know, they ride bikes, and they're big supporters of the sport. And, you know, for us, um, I can't thank them enough. You know, they, you know, allowing, you know, me to, you know, to kind of expand on this idea and, you know, to kind of like let me take the reins and, and, you know, nurture it and watch it grow and stuff. It's a, it's a big, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of trust on their part. You know, we have, you know, machines in our shop that are tens of thousands of dollars, you know, and, uh, you know, for, you know, them just to kind of let me loose in the, in the warehouse or, you know, in the print production department and say like, you know, do whatever you need with it, you know, with our staff, you know, is, is it's pretty awesome and stuff, you know, and so right now, you know, we're kind of like, we're a little bit on the slow side of things coming into winter, but a lot of people are, are realigning their programs for 2017. So, you know, resumes are starting to roll in and things like that. So for us, it's, it's, it's crazy. And like I said, you know, we love doing stuff and helping out, you know, and, you know, the biggest thing, getting our name out there. And if we can do that by, you know, given, you know, uh, uh, eager listener, you know, a, a print on their jersey, you know, we'd, we'd love to do that. 
Now, a, a few last questions before I let you go. Um, as, uh, we're going to mix uh, some two stro- or some motocross questions and some some music questions uh, in kind of rapid fire succession. Uh, are, are you are you down for that? Two stroke or four stroke? Uh, definitely four stroke. Uh, if anybody who knows me knows, I'm a big guy. I could stand to lose some weight. So, uh, four strokes the only thing I feel that got enough horsepower to, to carry me over a jump. Fair enough. Um, other than the, the bands that you've been in, what, uh, what are, uh, like, what are three punk bands that people may not know about that you listen to on a regular basis? Okay. Number one, Teenage Bottle Rocket. Cody from the Willingtons. He's the singer in the Willingtons. Also the singer in Teenage Bottle Rocket. You should check them out. They are awesome. They tour all over the world. They've done Warp Tour. I mean, they've done every tour. I mean, they're they're good, uh, good solid dudes. Great band. Uh, second's gonna be the Nightbirds. Nightbirds is a band off uh, from New York. They're on Fat Records, which uh, Fat Records is owned by Fat Mike of No Effects, and that's a lot of bands. Fat Records put out puts out a ton of bands that you're gonna find on uh, you know the, the old motocross videos. Uh, so Nightbirds are awesome bands. You should check. Everybody should check them out. I think guys could get down with them. And then let's see for uh, one last band that uh, I'm trying to think of a last band that I've listened to. Um, there's a band called Hour of the Wolf. They're no longer a band. They broke up, but they have been uh, consistently one of my favorite bands um, over the years and stuff. I wish they would get back together. I wish they would hire me as their drummer. That's how much I love them. They're just uh, <laughs> this awesome band, and I think they're very much shortchanged during uh, during the you know them being a band. I don't think they got what was you know what they deserved. So Arrow of the Wolf is a, is a great band as well. Fair enough. Some uh, so, a couple uh, more um, music questions. Uh, out of out of the top three songs that are most popular uh, of the Lillingtons, uh, they go as such: uh, "Black Hole in My Mind," "All I Hear Is Static," and "I Need Some Brain Damage." Of those three, which are your favorite? Which one is your favorite to play? Well, I'm going to say it's definitely "Black Hole in My Mind." Um, our our following is you know when we play somewhere you know. Uh, we always feel the hall or the venue and stuff. And so my favorite is that particular song because there is a part in the song where, um, you know, it's just kind of like bass drums and Cody singing over the bass and drums. And it has gotten to be since we've come back and started playing again, that the crowd sings louder than, than, you know, the instruments. And so during that middle breakdown part, it's kind of like gives you chills as a musician to hear the crowd singing your song that loud and stuff. And I mean, the first time that I heard it, it, it was, it was pretty surreal. It's just like, you know, it's like, man, you know, I, I'm, I feel like we've reached these people, obviously we've touched them with our music and stuff, but it's really surreal to, to something that you've created means that much to somebody, you know, and they hear them sing it so loud, you know, it's like, it's like the same thing as like, I'll take Pennywise and bro him. That is, you know, an iconic song when that's it everybody's singing, yeah. doing the woes and stuff. It's the exact same feeling. It's just, it's very surreal. Fair enough. So, uh, growing up, uh, being a motocross fan, uh, who are you, uh, a biggest fan of? And, uh, I, I gotta expect it's someone like, uh, Brian Swink. Uh, you know, uh, it, uh yeah, I, you know, this, right now, like, I mean, it, it's really hard to say cause like, 
Rotson's killing everybody, and I like Ken Rotson, but you know, I don't, I don't know if that's fair or unfair to say just because he's, you know, everybody's like, that's kind of like when, you know, there's a football team that's winning. You know, you don't want to be that guy that jumps on the bandwagon and be like, oh, I like, you know, the Denver Broncos because they're winning and stuff. But I like, I like Rotson, um, and I also like you like Tomac, and um, I've, you know, I, I, I don't know, I, I would guess those are my two favorite riders. Fair enough. But you know and, what? You know uh, what? Just to, uh, I do want to say that, um, you know, like coming back in and doing graphics and stuff, you know, and besides watching all the pros and stuff, you know, you have all these privateers, and you know, there's a ton of privateers out there, and it's hard to kind of keep up with like everybody in every state. But uh, Ryan Brees from Idaho came down to Colorado and raced and you know just watching him I was totally blown away and he's actually one of my favorite riders that lives close to us is so Ryan Breeson from out of Idaho he's an awesome guy to watch awesome and uh I, I may or may not have some uh some intel that Ryan Brees will will in fact be uh having some pretty damn good support um, this coming season can't release exactly who he'll be riding for, but uh, maybe I can let the cat out of the bag with you once we uh, we hang up on this this podcast. But uh, uh, good things on the horizon for uh, for Ryan Brees. Yeah, you know I went up and talked to him because you know the way that I was able to get some of these higher end riders, uh, you know, to run graphics was simply by asking them and stuff. I think a lot of people. Um, take it for granted of just, you know, the worst they could say is no, you know, they, they are, or assuming that they already have a graphics provider, which they may, yeah. it, they probably will and stuff, but at least you can, you know, start a rapport with them. But I went up to, you know, Ryan Sprinter man after the race and said, Hey, do you have a graphics, you know, supplier? I do graphics and I'd like to, you know, would love to, you know, sponsor you. You know, and of course he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he gave me the inside details about his, you know, upcoming, uh, you know, changes and everything, which is totally rad and stuff, you know. But, you know, that would be one guy, if I ever got to sponsor somebody, that would be one guy I would love to put graphics on his bike for. Right on, man. Well, that's that's really cool. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on to give us the the whole rundown on Ride Summit MX graphics. Uh, I I hope that uh, all of my listeners call you up and uh, and get their bikes looking way too fresh uh, in during this uh, what I would consider the off season as far as motocross goes for me because uh, it's time to uh, put away the bikes for the winter. But uh, nevertheless, there's lots of uh, of people out there that uh, are still doing a lot of riding, especially in SoCal and stuff like that. I hope that they give you a call and uh, one more time. Throw down that phone number for them so they can get in touch with you and uh, and, and and make the bike look better. So you can reach us at either info at ridesummitmx.com or you can give us a call at 719-694-9146. Awesome, man. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, you have yourself a great uh, rest of your day. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there. All right. right, Will do. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Radio Podcast. Brought to you by 100% Goggles. Be sure to head to Ride 100%, that's R-I-D-E, 100-P-E-R-C-E-N-T.com to check out all available product, goggles, and a full rundown of the company itself. Also make sure that you check out RacersIndex.com to register and find yourself an industry job If you're a mechanic looking for a job or if you're a rider looking for a job, go to racersindex.com. As always, 
Thank you guys so much for listening and contact me at bradgebhart88 at gmail.com for any suggestions or review or feedback. Always appreciated. Thanks again for listening. nearly done A darker gray is breaking through a lighter one A thousand sharpened elbows in the underground That hollow hurried sound Feet on polished floor And in the dollar is closing up and counting loonies trying not to say I hate Winnipeg The driver checks the mirror seven minutes late The crowded rider's restlessness enunciates Guess who sucked? The Jets were lousy anyway The same route every day And in the turning lane Someone stalled a game He's talking to himself And here's the price of gas Repeat his phrase I hate Winnipeg Sky, a golden business boy will watch the north end die and sing, I love this town. Then let his arcing wrecking ball proclaim.